Hi, and welcome to today's SME Business Podcast. Your host, Mark, will be joining you to interview a founder of an SME business each week, highlighting lessons learned and revealing insights. Listen and learn each week on how to get and stay ahead. Hi, dear listeners. Thank you for tuning in for the next episode of the SME Business Podcast. Today, we're joined by Heather Stevenson from Confidence to Cabaret. Heather is a training consultant and business coach, and her company helps people get more confident to cabaret. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. What a nice yeah, introduction. Yeah, like, um, yeah. Uh, this is like, uh, I was like, oh yeah, you know, uh, this is completely different subject and also sometimes uh, uh, kind of like um, a scary subject for myself uh, being as an entrepreneur I'm uh, an introvert which is <laughs> one of those things um, so yeah um, I was like oh yeah uh, confidence um, through cabaret is like yeah. uh, uh, that sounds scary but it also sounds really cool um, so I was like uh, thinking as well like can you tell me a bit more about yourself and how you got into entrepreneurship yeah, so I've had my own companies for about 24 years um, as a training consultant. So I provide interpersonal skills, communication skills, uh, leadership uh, programs for, for global businesses. So I travel all around and, and uh, run conferences and, and training programs for, for clients. And then obviously, um, as you've mentioned, I, I'm a business coach as well, usually related to the, the work I'm doing for the clients. And when COVID hit, <laughs> then I could no longer travel or have large uh, groups doing uh, training programs and events with me. So, um, so myself and uh, my business partner, uh, Ryan, we decided that we would use our skills, knowledge and experience and share confidence building tips and confidence building lifestyles that um, would, you know, support people in their personal life or their work life or their stage life and you know stage life could be anything from a literal stage to you know what you're doing here with podcasts or your Facebook lives or you know whatever your stage life is for you and so we we based it on cabaret uh, my business partner is a cabaret artist uh, as a full-time uh, profession and what we did is we sort of said okay what do we learn and understand from cabaret that informs how we take up space how we use our voice how we express our story and we can you know build confidence using those tools through our personal life or our work life or our stage life and so we started confidence through cabaret in september um as a way of kind of you know ha having a, a an online business which is brand new to both of us so that we would be able to um help support people particularly those who who can't go out and and you know aren't aren't um, in their in their usual world and their usual environment so like we are, um, we, we're, you know, we're, we're very much uh, face to face people and all of a sudden we're not. So uh, we have created a community on Facebook and we do challenges and we support one another and we have a lot of fun. Yeah, sounds like a great thing. And uh, yeah, um, this is the thing with COVID, uh, you know, the big pivot, if you will. 
Yes, um, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. And I never uh, thought I would do online stuff. I thought, you know, I'm really very much a conference person, you know, and, yes. I, and, I, and I'm a, and I'm a consultant and what am I doing, you know, making, having crazy challenges and doing, but, but actually, um, I think, you know, with a subject like confidence and all that's around it, we need to be having fun with it, especially now. We need to be engaging in it in a way that we enjoy it rather than it feeling like something that's difficult and scary, and which it could be, but we embrace it in a way that's perfectly imperfect is what we talk about a lot. Yes, yes, yes. and, and I think it's even, like I said, more important right now to, to still have some fun doing it. Um, yeah. and, and it's important as well because um, it, it's also a question where there is in a way more competition, if you will, um, as in, um, you know, there's an employee. Uh, so yeah, uh, if you can increase your confidence and, um, you know, so you can be more, let's say present, um, you know, without being the person that always talks that kind of thing. Um, yeah, that, that also gets noticed and that, you know, that it can actually mean that, you know, you as an employee, um, you know, can open yourself up to, to promotions. Or if you're talking about from an entrepreneurial perspective, it'd be like, if you're doing, for instance, video calls now, where normally speaking, you, you know, it's 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 easier, if you will, to to detect body language and such. Um, you are now able to better express yourself uh, within the medium of of, of video calls, um, which is is great because then, um, yeah, it, it it it's much better than than an evil where you can't necessarily tell. Uh, whether you know that the person is 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 as honest, if you will, um, while you know in the video it's much harder to do so. Uh, so yeah, it's good to you know um, practice that kind of thing um, because that increases your you know, your conversion rate if you want to talk uh, extremely commercial. Um, because yeah, the people will be like, hey, you know, this person's confident that that they can do X or Y. So you let me at least have a meeting with these people because yeah. They are confident they can do something. Well, if it's one of those things, so if you can't necessarily, um, I was going to say, um, project that confidence, um, then potential people and business partners on the other end might be like, well, um, is that person even sure themselves? And if they're not sure themselves, then why should I trust them? Um, so, yeah, I think it's, it's really important. And to be honest, it's also a question where if people do that now, it means that when we get to back to the new normal, I don't want to do too many buzzwords or whatever, um, but when we get back to normal conference season um, and no, normal face-to-face -face meetings, then all that new skills that you build up then can transfer to, to those meetings. So when that returns, you can be more efficient and more, um, yeah, um, approachable and such um, when, when you return and you know be more effective so um, it's not just for now but it's also for later um, yeah I'm, I'm glad you say that because I think a lot of people are saying I am enjoying COVID as in I'm enjoying working from home and and being isolated and and being you know not, not having everybody around me um, but there will come a point when you'll still need those skills so keeping them yeah, developed. yeah. yes mm. yes when Exactly, we're not in a stage where we there, there's definitely no returning to the workplace. Um, there will be. Yeah. Um, yes, uh, you know, um, it may be more part-time if you will, but yeah, um, it, it, it's going to happen. So it's better to be prepared. 
Yeah, it absolutely um, is. It absolutely is. And I think, you know, the, th the thing is with, you know, with, uh, well, hopefully we'll be more skilled because, you know, hopefully we'll be paying more attention to, you know, one voice in a conversation. We'll be paying attention to making sure that everybody has an opportunity to, to input. What I see sometimes in businesses, particularly in, when I'm working with specific teams, is that not everyone feels equally valued or listened to. And I yes. think, you know, hopefully some of what we're using as, you know, online tools is facilitating that so that we're actually you know, we're actually aware when we haven't heard from somebody or that people are talking over one another, you can certainly pick that out very quickly. So, so hopefully we'll be more skilled when we're face to face as well. Yeah, that, that I was just thinking that's almost like a business idea where you can, um, I'm not saying like record conversations, but um, like build a solution where you record who is talking and then, um, you know, um, use that to steer as in be like, hey, um, because like you said, most often the, the, the person that's quiet and listening is actually the person that you want to talk. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, they're that, actually thinking almost like about a it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're, they're thinking, they're, they're digesting, and uh, um, yeah, they probably have the better insight. Uh, well, mm -hmm. the person that talks all the time, yeah, um, the, it could be a question of uh, filler words, if you will. Yeah, I think I think it it's it you know it kind of depends on how if you are an extrovert or you're using extroverted energy and you're and you're doing all of the talking or a lot of the talking. Yeah. I think it depends on how you express yourself. Um, yes. What what extroverts often bring, as in you know, as in a, a preference for extroversion, um, rather than a mood that you're in at a, at a point. But if you're if you're typically more extroverted, then it does bring in you know a, a lot more because. When we use extroverted energy, we're not we're not breaking things down because we're talking. We're not we're, we're often thinking more strategic or big picture, which there is absolutely a need and place for. But when we're using introverted energy, very often we'll be thinking and breaking it down and saying, well, how would that work and what would happen if and do you know what was said before and what do we already know and what have we tried and all of those smaller details, which is also absolutely necessary. And so and so what I'm hoping from these tools is that actually people are using you know, the tools in an effective way that, that inform us of, you know, how well we're listening and, and how well we're making sure everyone is heard because there there is contribution from either of those energies. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, both, both both parties are needed. Um, mm. So I was wondering as well, what's, what's the experience of setting up your online business recently versus, you know, normally running a face-to-face -face business? Well, I'm getting better at it. Um, as in, I, I'm getting more patient at it. I, you know, I, I, I'm used to an immediate response, even if that response is silence or reflection or, you know, when you're face-to-face, -face, you're getting so many cues. Um, even on the telephone, you're getting a lot of cues. But when you, when you post something in a community and you might not hear anything for a few days and then all of a sudden a conversation breaks out and people are messaging, it's, 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 a, it's a very strange kind of timeline of, and you have no control over when you, or if you get feedback. Um, well, you get feedback if you don't hear anything as well, but do you know, like what, what people are thinking, you don't know. And if, if there's silence, you don't know why. And yes, so I'm, yeah, getting, yeah. I'm getting better at being patient with those things. Um, I'm also getting a lot better at not feeling like I need to be, you know, have everything perfect. Um, because people are more interested typically in your content than in your, you know, kind of how you appear and, you know, how you, how you sound as long you know, they're, they're, they tend to be more interested in, do you know what you're talking about? And is this useful for me? Yes, yes. Uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's one of those things where yeah, if it's face-to-face, -face, you can be like, okay, is this person getting the message, if you will? Yeah, 
Um, okay. While his email is like, you know, you'd be like, okay, but this, for instance, there's no reply, but uh, I don't know. Could be that the person is going through something or yeah. I don't know. Um, oh, they didn't see just it. Just two hours before they were told they have to fire two people. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, the, the person is distant because it's the first time in their whole career they, they actually have to fire someone. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, it, it it's one of those things where um, you end up in situations where the reception is basically not up to you, uh, but, yeah. but up to the circumstances that, that the person is in. Do you know, though, um, thinking about it as we're talking, it's that's true anyway. So we never, we, we what happens when we're face-to-face -face or when we're talking on the phone is we, we imagine, we kind of hallucinate, really, uh, that we think we know what somebody is saying or if they're not agreeing, we think we know why or whatever it is. But but the reality is that we never really do know what someone else is going through, as you've just mentioned. And you know, if they're going through an example of something that's difficult, or 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 they're they're not they're unsure of, they've never been through before. So you know, we 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 never really know. We just think we do when we're face to face. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just more when it's face to face. Uh, um, don't get me wrong. I'm not an expert, but mm -hmm. of course, you can read more of body language. While yeah. if it's an email and you're not getting a reply. You basically it's blank as in you don't know at all yeah well yeah. for instance it could be that they actually read the email they are happy with it but they're, they're not in a place of time to do something with it that's right so you, you could just project and be like hey you know what this this was a wasted exercise well actually it's not a wasted exercise but the person literally is not ready for it right now um um, so yeah, that that that's interesting. But again, you know, uh, all of learning all of these skills then will also still transfer to when you go back to face-to-face -face meetings mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, and hopefully that'll mean that we have more awareness of those things. Yes, and also I think what 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 what's going to happen as well is that it becomes more hybrid, uh, as in yeah. people will like the combination of 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 like video messages or um, like a asynchronous uh, video email, if you will. Um, which I'm a, a huge proponent of um, because, yeah, it's not a replacement for a face-to-face -face meeting. No, but at not. least if they see you on video, it, it's more, yeah, um, yeah, a question like, you know, like uh, the person is not hiding behind some few fancy letters that might have been written by a ghostwriter. Mm -hmm. uh, but literally the person speaking, I can see if they're, they're honest and true, that kind of thing. Yeah, and I think also sometimes we, um, you know, when we send something like an email, we don't know what their understanding of it was no. or their, at all, do you know. Um, and and so when, when I send something out, it's with an intention and they might have a different understanding or receive that in a very different way. And that's true anyway, you know. So so the the. the the part about being online is more difficult because I, you know, you, like you say, you don't have that feedback um, and you're not as likely to be able to ask the question in a different way again. I mean, you can, you can, you can send a lot of emails out and I, and I know that that's the, the philosophy is to, you know, send out a lot of emails and, and, and try and create that trust and so on. But sometimes it just makes people unsubscribe, you know, so you've got to find that, you've got to find that balance. And when we're face to face, we tend to get more of those cues. Um, but you know, I, I am I am still learning that you know what that balance is and, and, and how you know how to create trust without actually you know having those the the voice and having the the the, the messages kind of live. 
and that's where my community comes in really handy because then, you know, they can see video and they can post video and they can post comments. And, and that seems to be easier for me than, than if I'm sending an email and I get no response. I just don't, don't know what that means. Yes. I was going to say as well, I think what, what I used as well, um, is I, um, with the video solution, um, like some things, you know, some people might think slightly corny, but, uh, like a emoji reaction panel. Mm -hmm. um where they can like respond with an emoji which sometimes can be like okay this is what well, you have the mental capacity for but also yeah. it can be like an indicator like i'm sending too much yeah. if, for instance if, if it's one of those things where basically like, let's say 60 percent goes like oh you know this is great and whatever thumbs up or whatever but then there's some people um that are for instance in a specific industry that are doing like a thumbs down and go like oh, i don't like it yeah um, that, that 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 is then metrics for you to say hey you know what um i have to dial down the frequency because it's not a question that they don't like it but 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 the frequency is not helping mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. um so yeah that, that, there's lots of things and yeah again it's not a replacement but yeah, no. it, it's, it's but the, the, the other thing to be aware of is that of course when when we when we connect with somebody we each have our own kind of um uh, pace for building trust with people and so some people will trust a person very quickly or even right away and then other people will take a while and so having those regular emails for the person who you know n needs to build more of a relationship needs to hear a bit more needs to hear from you more regularly then you know that 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 it can be helpful and I think you know when we're face to face again or when we're you know when we're, when we're talking to them in a, in a different way other than emails then we can kind of get senses of you know that that person is still building trust and that's going to take time and that's something that's earned when it's email you don't really ever know and so what we kind of in some cases are forced to do is 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 imagine oh they're not interested or oh they're taking time they need more emails and you it can be hard to gauge so i really like your your panel of emojis idea that's that's a great idea yeah and uh, like you know like of course there, there will be some people that that they don't like it because they go like well you know are you running a business or is this supposed yeah. to be a gag uh, but you can't please everyone um that, that's, no. also, that's also my lesson and nor uh, so should was, you try no exactly uh, because it only makes you miserable if you try to please everyone anyway yeah and you um, need to find your right people that's that's something else yes, i've learned yeah you need to find your crowd yeah yeah um, you really do I, so i was wondering as well so what is confidence through cabaret about and how did it start yeah okay thank you for asking i um so so first thing i guess um is that uh we do not teach cabaret nor do we show cabaret i mean there's a lot of cabaret online uh, there are a lot of amazing shows and i would encourage you to go and and support uh the artists that have had to go online to to run their shows because there are some fantastic um performers and performances and shows um but we use uh the lessons from cabaret as our way of promoting building confidence. So, so for example, um, one of the first things, in fact, the very first thing that I ever did in, in a class uh, for cabaret was a burlesque class, and we did body tracing, which is just taking your hand and running it up, up your other arm or you know maybe down a leg and it's your hand and it's your leg so it shouldn't be a big deal but it was a very big deal for me it was like I don't think I could take up this kind of space I don't feel comfortable with that um, and I'm a person who you know runs very large conferences and runs around and can you know be very loud and you know 
pretty much never have a microphone or try not to. Um, so, you know, I, 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 you would think that I'd be comfortable taking up space, but with cabaret, what we're talking about is self-acceptance. And we're talking about, you know, kind of exploring that expression. And we're, and we're, so we're exploring our voice. We're exploring our message works or our narrative. We're exploring in some sort of movement through our body. We're always, you know, using, using, um, the same kind of skills, um, in our day to day in our work, but we're not necessarily using them on a stage where we're open for judgment. And, and so what we decided is that we can use that frame of not being open for judgment, just being aware of our movement and feeling good about ourselves and not judging ourselves. But self-acceptance is where we start from a place of confidence. And we always say we start from where we're strong. So what do we like? What do we, what, how, how do we feel? How do we move? And then how do we want to move? And then we start to progress from there. And oftentimes, you know, if you're starting a business, for example, you have to start from that that feeling of passion and access that um, and not judge it and not sort of say, oh, what, you know, I don't think this is going to work or I don't know how to do this or, you know, but, but actually just kind of really breathe into it and, 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 you know, sense it in, in yourself and find the alignment and then move forward. And so we use all of those things that, that actually we would use if we were pre preparing a cabaret act. And so we use that as our analogy to build confidence and to support one another and uplift one another in each of our paths of how we're going about that. Yeah, that sounds great. Um, I was just thinking like, uh, it's all my slides, like thinking or starting thinking like Broadway, West End. Yeah. Um, which yeah. unfortunately, you know, like um, is really suffering. Uh, thankfully, you know, like there's, there's um, people going online now. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's sad uh, that, you know, the, the culture sec sector is, is suffering this much because um i don't know it was winston churchill um i think that said like you know um, um what are we fighting for if we don't have they don't have culture um and you know referring like to the world, second world war um, it's like you know if if, yeah. if if we don't have arts then what are we fighting for mm -hmm. um because and i think expression. that's a very very valid point because you know like it, it, it's like it's like the spice of life yeah. Where it's like, if we don't have that, then yeah, we're just going through the motions. So um, expression, you know, um, however you prefer creativity, however you, however you want to engage in it, it is essential to each of us. You know, we, we all have our, our own way of doing that. And what, one of the key things that I take from my cabaret, because I, you know, I, ha I have, I've had a, a lot of difficult things, um, in my own personal life. I've had a lot of skills, knowledge, and experience gained in my business life, um, and then I have cabaret as my kind of hobby. And so, and so when I when I look at the lessons I've learned in cabaret, I wish I had known those for my business life and for my my own personal journeys. And I, I think you know, however you you want to express, whether that's through movement and dance, whether that's through vocal, whether that's through some sort of, you know, creating something in a, in a literal sense, like, you know, art of some sort, you know, as in like, I'm thinking like paintings and, and so on, or whether it's drama, it, it's really essential for us to be able to express because that's a fundamental thing. We all just want to be seen. And that's why we start from where you're strong. And we start from your passion and we start from you being able to feel good 
Yeah, it's like, you know, it's like, a, in a way, like, life is art. Uh, but it's mm. also great, you know, like, um, how you, you, you said it yourself or was helping you. And that's like, it's almost like demonstrating why it can help others. Yes. As in, like, you know, it, it helped me and, you know, um, it can help you yes. uh, break through or, or reboot, if you will, yeah. um, depending, or bounce back. Um or reset. Um, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. A lot of people in their uh, in our community are resetting, and and most of us have confidence in some areas of our lives, and not so much in other areas. And we're and so we're all kind of supporting each other and 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 helping each other kind of reboot. Um, yeah, and another thing is one as well is uh, uh, you know like stepping into your your fear, like try yeah. to do the thing that, that that you fear most. Yeah. Um, which, and that for me was it? cabaret. Yeah, uh, for me one of the things was like uh, this year. Um, pre-covid mm-hmm. i was supposed to speak for the first time at a uh, conference with like five six hundred ent- attendees mm-hmm. um like literally like you know big conference hall stage the size of tokyo that kind of thing wow. um and <laughs> i never spoken for more than i would say 75 people or something mm-hmm. and then that was mostly a friendly crowd and this was literally be all sea level like decision makers and, wow. and, and and governments you know like um uh, I think a few MPs and and, and such and um, yeah, so basically like lots of powerful people and uh, I would be I would have been like the the only one um, that was running an independent business if it makes sense yeah so basically every every other speaker was like basically from a large company that kind of thing wow. um, so so of course COVID hit you can imagine uh, no in person conference because yeah six hundred people close to each other yeah that doesn't really work no um you can imagine the one um so yeah that that cost postponed and then it moved online um so i i i did my speech online wow um, and it still had i think 260 people attending my speech because i could see that i said i could see how many people were in their room and i was speaking and there was only one person in the room speaking that was me so wow <laughs> um, well done so that was cool, but but my uh, I think the point I was trying to get at was that um, a it was scary doing that, of course, because <laughs> I go you know you go like actually do I know that much that you know like do I deserve that, that kind of attention yeah. kind of thing, uh, but then I was asked to speak, so it's like I, I just should go like oh you know people ask me to speak, so I guess I know what I'm doing. Yeah. And then the other thing as well is that uh, what you mentioned as well is that. Um, it was much harder to gauge. Well, if it's a live event, you know, you can like look people in the eye and you can see whether people yeah. are dozing off or that kind of thing. Um, yeah, and, and to you be can fair, feel I, I had in the, the room. Yeah, yeah, and to be fair, I had the last speech of the day, so I, I, I wouldn't blame if people were dozing off. Yeah, um, yeah. But then, you know, I could like, you know, like raise my voice or, you know, um, you know, change the pitch or something, you know, like more yeah. exclamations, if you will. Um, but I couldn't do that because, you know, an online event. Yeah. Um, but then I was like, well, at least I did the online event. So then yeah. when next year returns to in-person events again, then it, 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 it I, I basically I took a step in between where I, I didn't go from zero to speaking to in front of 600 people. I went from zero to, let's say, 260 online to then 600 people in, in person, that kind of thing. Great, and that's the way um, to look at it. It's just and that, 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 that's yeah, and I think step. that that's that's the thing as well. Where um, it, again, it, this is helpful if people get confidence 
like doing live Facebook lives, doing webinars, uh, online summits. Um, then, then once it starts going back to normal, um, they can they can smash those those online events. Um, but then that confidence also will help them get to the normal stage, yeah. um, and and then do that, and that they can also use that to, you know, get new clients because the the clients but the potential clients will go like, if you've been speaking at Conference X, then your product or service must be legit because otherwise you wouldn't be speaking there, that kind of thing. That's right. Um, so yeah, that that all translates and it's all like growth and you know that that's really. How I interpreted 2020 is like you know like some things might have not gone my way, mm -hmm. uh, but the ones that that I had some influence and at least I took the opportunity to grow that kind of thing. Yeah. And I think that's um, you know the, the the definition of like in in a way entrepreneurship like to yeah. find the growth and even if if it's one of those things where I don't know um, let's say the ship is going backwards. I don't want to make Titanic. Um, metaphors because that doesn't really work <laughs> but you get my point where it's I like do. you know like you know uh, either you can like accept the circumstances or, or try to make the best of it that kind of thing well and that's that's my that's my greatest lesson in life is that you know you choose how you respond um and i you know i i had beginning of COVID, I was a mess because I didn't know what to do. I'm an extrovert, so I needed to be around people and I couldn't. Yes. Uh, yeah. I couldn't do my work. So that was a financial disaster as well as a, every other kind of disaster because I love my work. Um, and, and I think, you know, you decide how you respond. And, and that's what I did, you know, and that's, that's where confidence recovery came. And actually, it's fulfilled me in, in ways that I never imagined. And I think, you know, your, your example of speaking at a conference, very often we're, we're afraid of, you know, what will people think? And that's why we start with where you're strong. We start with focus on self-acceptance first. Do you believe in yourself? Do you believe in what you're doing? Do you believe in what you're saying? And then we work on how to put it across for others to, to believe and understand and appreciate and, and use. Um, but we you know, it, it becomes fairly clear on most, if not every medium that you, if you don't believe it, it won't come across with the same passion and the same energy and the same not believability, really. Yeah. And I think with, with that, you know, self-belief is, is like a, it's a never ending process, that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, there might be people listening that will go like, well, you know, like I always believed in myself. Um, um, and I'm, 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 you know, like, uh, that's great for you. <laughs> wonderful. What, wonderful, wonderful. And yes. then I would say, okay, so now if you're there or you've yeah. always been there, then what's your next step? And your next step is how do you cause others to believe in that? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Like well, how a, can you, you know, be the, yeah. the agent of change, if you will. Yeah. And a, like the, one of the quickest ways is for you to be a little too, you know, like overly confident because yeah. that can switch people off, which, you know, yes. so it's, so then you would start to think about, okay, so, so if I believe in my message and I, and I, and I, you know, I, I, I feel good about what I'm saying and how I'm saying it and, 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 and who I am and, and who my audience is, then how do you ensure that they connect? Because there's a, you know, there's a truism in, in the communication around, um, how can you know what you've communicated until you know what I've understood? And so for those people who have already got it nailed with the confidence for themselves, then how can they cause others to have that understanding 
that you intended them to have. Yeah, and and, and create a movement in the process, really. Um, exactly. Because then you you end up with a force multiplier where you can be like, hey, yes, I, I I'm confident, but now I got five other people to to have that confidence as well. Yes. So now it becomes like you know, I always give the example like you know. If you influence 10 people, then those 10 people influence 10 people each. Then we're already talking about 100 and before you know a thousand. And Exactly. Um, exactly. Yeah. So that's where, you know, like my, my thing is like, you know, if I can get to the point where I can influence um, uh, uh, 1 million um, 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 uh, people that don't <laughs> yeah. work in my industry of cybersecurity to care about cybersecurity, then, you know, like that's my legacy uh, done as in because the reason for that is that that's that's sufficient of a um, drop on our plate, if you will, <laughs> yeah. um, to actually make a difference. Yep. Um, well, it's one of those things where, um, and this is like reflecting on my own industry, we're really good into talking to each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because yeah. we're really good introverts. Um, <laughs> and um, but then the problem is, is like you know, it doesn't actually affect change. Um, so one of my, my personal things is that I, one of the, this podcast, of course, but also like trying to, to reach out across the aisle, if you will, um, and try to speak more at, at, at non cybersecurity conferences. Yeah. Um, nice. you know, like trying to find angle is hard, you know, like if you talk like, you know, like physiotherapy conflicts, uh, uh, you know, these people go like, Oh, I want to know about new treatment methods. You know, they go like, okay, what do I actually talk about? Um, yeah. And of course, you have to relate it to that, but but then you're reaching audience that that would never have received the message. Exactly. And then it's one of those things if you get like, even if it's like literally one person in the audience that goes like, I get it now why it's important. That that's like you know job done. Yeah. Um, because it, it it's it, it it's one thing telling people, but but it's it's another thing getting people to, and I don't want to see, see the light because, you know, I don't think it's like a holy thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, it's one of those things and that, that's what I'm working on. And, you know, um, that's why I still do Toastmasters and such as well to get better at, at my communication skills. Uh, that's incredible. Yeah. Uh, and if we keep uh, on working on it, then it just, we just yeah, get, we'll, we'll get there and then yeah. there will be happy place, world peace. And yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, we'll leave a Mars and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I was wondering as well, so a conference to Cabaret, uh, who does it, uh, it serve and, and how? Yeah, so we have a real mix of people in the community. We, um, we, <laughs> we, have, we have people who are actually Cabaret artists, uh, not very many, but we have some, uh, who want to b build the confidence in their own personal life or in their work life. Um, we have uh, some uh, people who have never even heard of Cabaret who had to actually look it up and find out what it was, you know, when they joined us. Um, and they also want to build confidence in, in some part of their life, maybe their work life or, or their personal or stage life. And, and so it serves anyone who wants to, is ready to explore and really wants to explore what it means to, to develop the confidence that they want to be, you know, and I, I think, it's a very individual journey for people. Um, we do challenges every month that in, in, the, in the free Facebook community. So we, um, we have a lot of fun. We have a lot of laughs. But, but you know, some of the challenges make more sense for some people because they, they want to be able to build those skills. And then other challenges make more sense for other people because they want to be able to build something different. So 
Um, it serves anyone who wants to and is ready to explore what confidence means for them. Yeah, that's a great thing. Uh, and again, you know, uh, confidence then drives you elsewhere, as in it yeah. helps you be a more, more yeah. Yeah, and powerful. What, what we're doing now is we're recording a series of masterclasses with people who have wide-ranging um, areas of expertise uh, that want to share their messages. We're a very collaborative um, group, so we want to co-create with with different different people who who um, want to share either their skills or their methods or their their message or their stories. And and so we're creating a series of masterclasses. I think we have 22 um, planned. We've done four of them, and we, we we've got the rest of them almost scheduled now and we, we I, I create workbooks from them because as a, as a training consultant that's a, a fairly easy thing for me to do so that you can follow along with one of the one of the masterclass experts and and kind of go on that journey for yourself and the idea is that they'll be able to pick and choose what it is that they that that speaks to them that they need to build a confidence so for example we've got somebody talking about uh, stress management we've got somebody talking about food behaviors we've got somebody well actually we've got a few people talking about uh, body movement and you know feeling music and in using music for various things either for energy or for relaxation or, or whatever um, whatever the, the topic is and uh, we've got somebody talking about relationships and relationship building because that's part of our personal life is building a relationship with ourself and building relationships with others and we've got you know people in the community that that want to be able to have um, intimate you know partnership relationships uh, friendships uh, all kinds of different um, relationships so we've got somebody who's spoken to us about relationship building and so on and the idea is that we'll build up this library on the website so we will launch our website in 10 days time and we'll we'll um, have these different uh, master classes available for um, for for you to, to be able to watch and, and and work through in your own way and then the community is there to support and, and share comments and so on it sounds great yeah I, like again I'm just if I was going to a website already it, it looks great already thank you um, um, and then, you know, uh, like I said, the workbooks is good because it gives people, uh, let's say, a handle bar, if you will. Yeah. Um, like how to approach it because it, if, if you don't, it, uh, it leaves it open to interpretation. And then, yeah, yeah. Um, more people, some people might be more effective doing yeah. that exercise then because they're already more aware. Uh, while other people might be like, oh, I, I'm not entirely sure what I need to do here. And then they'd be like, oh, I, I'm afraid to ask because guess what i'm still interpret at that point in time yeah um so yeah, yeah that, that's that's really good to 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 uh, do that format as well um, and then bringing uh, experts from from the outside as well yeah um i was wondering as well so how does it relate to your business training consultancy background <laughs> so so i my I, I my business background is is around communication and and leadership and and a lot of that you know is 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 about um emotional intelligence and around, you know, interpersonal skills. And, um, you know, when you're thinking about something like confidence, whether that's a relationship with yourself or whether that's a relationship with others or whether that's a relationship with a larger audience, you know, we're all the time trying to, to work through our emotional intelligence. 
um, and to and to recognize our fears and to be able to work through those and prepare so that we you know have a, a toolkit and that's what I've done in my business career is is enable businesses to have toolkits for interpersonal skills and and for being able to you know help individuals grow within the company and help teams to be able to come together within a company and so so the skills are entirely transferable so they very much inform the the confidence your cabaret even though uh their their business they they apply in our personal lives as well yeah no that's uh, it's completely logical um yeah, the, the link there um um, so I was wondering as well, um, um, how can uh, um, the listeners um, um, find out more about uh, Confidence Cabaret and you and where can they find you? Amazing. Thank you. I'm Heather Jean on Facebook um, uh, and I uh, am all that is Confidence Through Cabaret. So uh, Facebook is Confidence Through Cabaret is our page. Confidence Through Cabaret community is our um, Facebook community, which is where you could join and see um, challenges. Uh, www.confidencethroughcabaret.com will be launched on the 24th of December uh, 2020. So, and that's where you'll be able to access the masterclasses. In fact, we've got a challenge going on uh, throughout December, which is Christmas, uh, confidence, confidence through Christmas. So it's about, you know, kind of taking time during the holiday season to um, reflect and, and take some self-care um, and, and time for ourselves because often we, we, we fail to do that. And that's, you know, where, where we can lose touch with our own needs and our own voice. Um, uh, obviously on anything that is social media, so whether that's Twitter or, you know, Instagram or any, it's all confidence through Cabaret. So it's very simple. Uh, sounds good. Um, I was wondering as well, um, some more questions, you know, that, that, that I asked my other uh, guests as well, um, was one of the things is that, um, I'm secretly hoping, well, not secretly because I talk about it, so I can't say secretly. Um, I'm hoping that government officials that are dealing with entrepreneurship will start listening to this podcast, um, fingers crossed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was wondering, one of the questions I, I always have is that, um, what could governments around the world do better to help small businesses grow? I think they need to be listening to what small businesses need. I think a lot of times we, you know, they, they, they make assumptions on our behalf. And I know I'm in the UK right now, although I'm from Canada, I, I'm, I'm here in the UK. And I, I, I have found there are many government programs, none of which fit me or my, my, my small business needs. And so, you know, um, I think I, I have to wonder how did they, how did they develop these programs without actually listening to what the small business person needs? Like did anybody who made these policies and, and put these programs together actually work with small businesses to find those things out? Um, and did they consider a range I had to go on, uh, uh, to, uh, the UK government has a, a new business uh, grant and you can have up to 1,200 pounds, but you get 33 pounds a week uh, and it takes six months with these little weekly drip fees. And that's, it's crazy. You know, you just think. That, 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 that's nothing, yeah. Um, what, what do I do with that? It's a Facebook ad. You know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that, that's nothing. That, that's literally like, I don't know, um, a and subscription I, for your calendar or something. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's maybe half a tank of petrol if you... Yes, if you, yeah, if yeah, you, yeah if you, exactly. 
yeah. So, so I, I just think, did anybody actually ask the small businesses what they need? Yeah, no. I've, 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 this is my own observation, of course, being in the UK as well. Um, um, you know, the, 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 yeah. a lot of like, you know, we the UK is a nation of small businesses. I think, uh, uh, to be fair, a lot of governments around the world say the same. Um, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the, 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 let's be honest, the civil service is, is massive, um, and I think. <laughs> you get um, civil servants that, that don't get me wrong, they mean it well, but yeah. they never actually ran their own business. Yeah. And then they end up with like, oh, you know, like, oh, this is the budget. So what can we do? Oh, we can help more people. So then if we give people a smaller grant, we can help more people. But then they forget that if that's such a smaller grant, then effectively it doesn't do anything anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and if and it's then, a small uh, grant, then, at least give and, and, the grant. Don't give it yes. like a little, you know, pennies a week. Yes. Yeah. And then also yeah. the, the um, um, I was going to say procurement processes, of course, are um, stacked against small businesses where, yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of time, you know, like uh, just to get uh, UK, you know, like the Capitals of the world or the Circus of the world, mm-hmm. they get the listening ear because they, they have lobbyists and they go like, um, they get heads up like, oh, there's a new pyramid thing out. Uh, yeah, submit um, because you're big enough, that kind of thing. Yeah, um, exactly. And a lot of times they actually then end up operating on, on under cost price. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, I forgot which one it was, but there was one that was like a massive failure where they went bust because they basically were taking on projects below cost price all the time. And they, they ended up uh, having to go bankrupt. Wow. I forgot which one it was. See, that's, yeah. So basically they were so big. So they basically were like, if you just keep taking on new projects, then at one point basically we'll figure it out, which is like, wow. Um, um, they were like, you know, if you just take on the project, it means that competitors can't take it on. And then at one point, maybe we'll, they just leave the market, um, yeah. which is like um, a bit of too much um, um, fingers crossed kind of thing. Like, yeah. you know, that's not how you run a business. Um, no, but yeah, it's it also, let's be honest, um, a public-private school system doesn't help here. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that could be a whole episode in itself. <laughs> um, yeah, we could do that another day. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, and then, you know, sure. like, you you know, you get the Matt Hancock's of the world where they go, like, texting and then, like, yeah, he's not my mate, but uh, now he got a contract uh, to supply files uh, for testing. And then, like, the the guy has never done anything medical yeah and then you go like it's not made but uh, if you go like we'll actually we exchange text messages um <laughs> sorry that for me that that's the definition of a mate yeah. i don't i don't exchange text messages with my mp which is dominic Rapp in this case yeah um if if i would then guess what he's my mate yeah um, yeah because he's not going to text some random um, um, uh, resident in in in, in borough, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah, he's got other things to do. You know, he has to deal with Iran or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's just funny, and uh, um, you know, like the the the, the cronyism, or whatever that that uh, you know, Western countries often um, accuse other non-Western countries from. You know. Uh, it, it ends up doing the same and the only difference is the amounts are much bigger yes um, oh yeah oh yeah a lot bigger <laughs> but yeah that, that, that's frustration i think uh, um and i think that it, it, this this is the same thing now where you know um the the, the um, help that was there for large businesses are you know massive and they they 
they are so massive that they can get bridging loans to basically yeah. be able to operate um, and not doing anything and then you know still be able to run 18 months later that kind of thing exactly. um, well small businesses they don't get anything um, no. yeah, substantial um, so you have a, unfortunately a lot of small businesses going to the brink now um, exactly. and it's the same in the US where um, you know like the SBBA uh, um, like payment protection programs and such actually most uh, mo mo most a lot of loans for that that were supposed to be for small business went to large change mm -hmm. um, so yeah that's kind of sets so, up but yeah I'm hoping you know the, the, the government uh, um, has a change of mind um, but but yeah um, I'm not holding out for that. Uh, to well, be they'll they'll put millions into a program, but then does the the person that it's intended to help receive those millions, or does yes. that go to the person like the Capitas and, and Circos to administer it? Yes, yes. They're like you know, you guys set up a scheme and then um, yeah, yeah, help the small kids. Yeah. and, then and you like take the work. millions and then yeah, you know, yeah, make they sure take millions. They take ninety percent and then yeah, ten percent actually goes to helping people. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, I don't want to make it sound too, too depressing. Though. Um, yeah. We'll get there, That's and then I think like uh, small businesses. Uh, um, yeah, we uh, will. It, 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 I see it as a you know like you know yeah, you can try to erase it, but 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 the entrepreneurial spirit is not going to go away. That kind of thing. Yes. Um, and and, and that's how I see it. You know, yeah. um, uh, yeah. my MP as many others uh, being a Tory MP. Uh, you know, they 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 say the entrepreneurship, but they don't worry much. But it doesn't stop me from from still being successful, that kind of thing. That's as right. in, yes, it's not the greatest year, uh, but that doesn't mean that I don't have my comeback. Yes. Um. So um. Yeah. And that's and why you need to be aligned with what you're doing and be passionate, so you can. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can so, so of course, persevere. what I do, cybersecurity. You know, like I've been doing this for two decades. I'm not showing yeah. my age, um, sort of. <laughs> um. But to be fair, I started with computers was nine. Um, because I had a neighbor that was like the head of the, uh, as it was called at the time, calculation center, because they literally had still like calculators. Um, wow. Um, um, of the Dutch version of uh, BT telecoms. Right. Um, um, but yeah, that was my break because I, I came from my uh, not so nice neighborhood, if you will. Um, uh, and I tried to be a fashion photographer, funny enough. Um, I, I tried to get into art school, but then I was told and I was not artsy enough. And then somebody oh. was like, hey, a nerd wanted. Uh, so uh, somebody uh, sent through my resume, um, <laughs> um, was asked to interview. I, I ended up deconstructing the interview process. And I, I said, well, you're asking these questions, but you're, I, you actually can't prove if I then know it because you're asking the wrong questions. So I, I re-engineered your <laughs> interview process. Nice. Uh, well, in the interview. Um, um, but yeah, but that is funny. Um, that is funny. You know, like my, you know, especially my father was like so proud. He's like, because I, I got one of those where it's like, um, you know, when you get like contract and, and it says like, oh yeah, feeling what you want to earn, that kind of thing. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, you, you're you're 19. You know, you you come from capital, but you're like, you know, oh, I just filled something in, and then you know, I was like, I don't know. Um, and then, uh, yeah, my, my father literally called uh, the rest of his family because he came from family of 12. And he's like, uh, yeah, my son is going to earn this amount. He is <gasps> in his first job. He's already earning more than I ever earned. 
Wow. And Lichi like called the whole family, and especially uh, one of his sisters. Like you know, they they had like a rivalry thing going on. Yeah. Um, it's like uh, yeah, yeah, he might have not gone to university or something, but yeah, this is how much he's earning per month. So uh, <laughs> and, and bye and boom, slam the horn. Um, so yeah, I never seen like uh, my dad so like happy. Amazing. Yeah. So but yeah, so Amazing. that's how I started short version, and that's why I still do it because I. I, I truly believe that um, um, it, it, it's like it, it's life changing in a way. Yeah. Um, you know, people, you know, end up being hacked. Uh, companies, are, um, you know, um, end up going out of assistance or they literally lose um, millions or sometimes half a billion of their value. Um, you know, um, yeah. You know the breaches get Big. bigger. Um, the, you get breaches every day. Today something came out, uh, without going into much technical detail. But basically, there's a program that was used by pretty much every Fortune 500 company. Yeah. Um, and um, a uh, um, as it's called a nation state actor, which basically means uh, uh, only a nation state like a country has the money, kind of money. Right. That's a short version <laughs> to, to to make it you know not too technical yeah um but basically what they did they infiltrated the um updates mechanism they use for the program so basically <gasps> no with word or whatever um, mm. or even on your iphone you know you get updates for your apps yeah so what they did they they managed to infiltrate it and then actually sent um in uh, malicious codes which means that basically um, it's so bad that the, one of the US government agencies, uh, which is a four-letter one, which I'm not going to bore you with, <laughs> but basically they did a statement literally today saying that every uh, civilian agency in the US should literally immediately disconnect that software. Oh. Um, and um, yeah, that, that's just literally one day. Um, and so it's, it's one of those things where uh, people in my profession like were really passionate about it. Yeah. Um, because yeah the impact is quite heavy because yeah. um they found it at the treasury so if you're talking about like treasury in, in the uk you know like um that nation state actor um which is currently unknown but um you can kind of guess which kind of countries it would be yeah. target but yeah they potentially you know like now have if they you know did a right quote unquote um, have access to like social security data of like every uh, u.s wow. citizen um date of birth uh, whatever um uh, yeah so it's not like you can change your date of birth you know what i mean no um you can actually and this is the funny part you can change your social security number but uh, oh. it, it's it's extremely hard apparently um okay. there are some some things in uh, um, possible i've been told by an american contact i'm not entirely sure if that's yeah. true um but in general it's like it's one of those things where um you, you feel so powerless yeah um, and then you know like so people in our industry go like um, like we have to do something so one of the things that i did at one point um, was join this volunteer collective called covid uh, cv19 as in covid19 right which is basically cyber volunteers 19 um yeah i don't know acronyms <laughs> are too many acronyms in oh, the business. Cool. um but yeah so basically what what, what it was is like all these people coming around uh, across the planet uh, they were helping like healthcare institutions because what happened is that then of course uh, the not so nice people they were literally attacking hospitals <gasps> and trying to bring them down and bring computer systems down and such wow. so of course you can imagine like normally speaking that was already a problem of course 
but then if you're dealing with with like wards full of people suffering from covid it's like it, 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 you don't need that on top no um so that was like a volunteer thing where literally people were like literally around the clock like you know monitoring channels and like notifying health authorities and such um so they would they they you know a lot of people um they would like notify um um nhs trust and be like i know we've seen chatter and you there's a potential tech and this is what you can do that kind of thing right um so yeah that that's the thing and that that really what keeps me going and i think you know long story short uh, it's about your passion yes um and and i think that that's what keeps me going yeah uh, and i think that's that's important to find out as well and then you know if you then amplify your your confidence um, um then yeah you can be a game changer yes um, and that doesn't have to mean that that you know we will become like a Oprah. Um, there's only yeah. so many Oprahs we you know in the world. Yeah. But but if you then uh, let's say a, a voice of reason, if you will, um, and then you know uh, can change a village. That that that's already um, you know a, a massive achievement. Yeah. Um, because so many people still you know um, don't step into their power. Um, um, so yeah, that that, that that's sure. you know that I think that's where. Um, and your service really is helpful because there's going to be lots of people that that have something to bring, but uh, they don't have the confidence to, you know, uh, let it shine. Yeah, I'm even finding the master, the people who are running master classes are finding other people who run master classes, you know, sort of saying, oh, that's really helpful for me. And you know, a lot of the people who are, you know, um, there to help genuine learners are genuine learners. You know, so so it that's when you start to you know co-create something that's a that's a, a real community that's supportive. Um. So yeah, I was wondering as well. Um, you know, listeners will be uh, existing entrepreneurs, but also people that are thinking about starting a business. Mm -hmm. um, so if you give them, if you would give them one piece of advice, what would it be? Uh, you don't have to know how you're going to do something. Just start it. Just do it. I, I every day do something. I don't, I don't know how it's going to work, but we do it and we figure it out and sometimes we don't but we keep doing it anyway and i i i would say you know if we can if we if we all could control the controllables then it makes it you know and we and we let go of the things we can't control you know we do what we can um when we when we're coming from a place of reasons why we can't and we don't know we don't have then we're very reactive and that's not when we're at our best we're at our best no. and we're at our strongest yeah. when we're in a place of what can i do what is possible you know i don't know how but i'm going to try it you know and when we're coming from that place of proactivity that's when we start to really make a difference yes yes yeah and it's like a, i was going to say like cheesy joke like you know you should put that slogan on, on a t-shirt but it's like <laughs> nike's gonna have a problem with that yeah they are um, yeah <laughs> yeah they are um, but yeah um they, they, their lawyer's court will be out of the gate before you know it uh, so i'm not gonna suggest that um i was wondering as well so um bit of a fun question if you had a magic wand what would you want to make happen oh so many things um i would want people to stop judging judging themselves, judging each other, and just start living. Yeah, that's a great part. I was going to say, like, um, yeah, less, uh, less, uh, less judging and more being. 
Yes, exactly. Like be in the moment. Um, yep. Don't don't think about like what what you did or did not do wrong in the past. Yes. Don't. Um, and this is a reminder for myself to be fair. Um, mm-hmm. And that's how I like to do this podcast. I'm not pretending to be perfect. <laughs> don't overstress of what the future holds. Just try to focus on what you can do right now. Yeah. Try to do it as best as possible, and try to. Um, push yourself forward and um, I, I like to say like fill forward um, yeah. don't quote me on that as in I know <laughs> so it's probably some quote from somebody else um, I'm com- I'm quite confident there um, <laughs> but, but, you but know, yeah it has the whole point you know, we to... judge each other we, yes. we're limited by other people's limitations we're comparing ourselves we're you know none of that helps us to be able to really live yeah, and I know also I have two daughters, and it's like one of the things is that don't let other uh, other people, um, their opinion define you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because that that's you know like it's it's very easy to um, lose confidence as well if yes. if you start giving into you know like other people's opinion. Well, mm-hmm. if you hold true, if you will, or hold on the fort, depending on trying to find the right metaphor. Yeah. Um, um, then you know, like you know, it's easy to hold on. But if you start caring too much about like, other people's opinion, then yeah, um, yeah, 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 that, that that's not good for you. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, again, I, I'm I'm run out of questions. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, but I was like gonna say, um, um, yeah, don't I have anything else to ask? Anything else that you? thought about that you was like okay um, that's interesting I, I wanted to bring that up no i think you've covered a really great range and of questions and we've covered a great range of of kind of topics and angles on topics um and i really appreciate that it's been interesting and fun talking to you okay that that's what i'm going for and i, I hope that's the same for the listeners Uh, what would be your favorite cabaret song? Oh, um, oh. I know, I know, but I, the reason why I'm saying well, the reason why I'm asking is that maybe it's one of those things that 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 the listener can take away and be like sing along and be like, hey, you know, like I feel better. Yeah, you know, like an empowerment song, that kind of thing. I I love a power ballad. Do you know, yes. I, I, but I'm going to go with maybe this time Liza Minnelli and Cabaret. Okay. Yeah. I think yeah. Yeah, that's where we can end. <laughs> yeah. That says it all. Yes. Uh, legend. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, uh, thank you for your time. Um, it was a pleasure. Um, I'm, 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 I, I had fun. I hope you had fun. Um, definitely had fun. I hope the listeners had fun. Yes. Um, so yeah, for the listeners uh, at home on your surfboard on the tropical islands um, on the North Pole in the space station, if you're on the space station, do let me know. Um, I would like a shout out. Um, <laughs> um, I, I have my oldest wants to be an astronaut, so anything wow. space is uh, cool with me. Amazing. Um, and then um, I will see you all in the next episode. Thank you so much. It was a, such Thank a you. pleasure. Thank you. Thank. Thank you for tuning in this episode. I hope you enjoyed the show and I look forward to having you tune in again next episode. See you next time.